the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is pre-recorded. This is Simply for Women, a place for that mom who knows the chaos of life, the daughter who faces the challenges of the day, and for those women who want to deepen their faith. God invites us to take Him off our to-do list and to simply be, to simply be with Him. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of Salem Media Group, staff, management, or advertisers. Now here's your host, Jennifer Jackson. When I had been married two years, I think, we bought our first house. And this house, you you know me, you know how this goes. Fixer upper, right? Our surprise. Yes, every it seems like every house we've had has been a fixer upper and we are not Chip and Joanna Gaines by any stretch of the me- imagination. But we 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 have taken these dilapidated houses, fixed them up and sold them for a profit. Um I don't know if we've at least 3 that I can think of that were like huge projects and the others like cosmetic um, small projects, but the first one was huge. It had horsehair uh, carpet pad, horsehair. I mean, the thing was old. I think it was built in 1917, Deer Park, Cincinnati, Ohio, and we bought this, and it, it had furniture in it. It was so cool. So they they were like, "Do you want to keep the furniture?" And we're like, "Yeah, we have no furniture. We're a young couple. You know, we'd been in apartments. We have no furniture. So so we got to keep the furniture, which was really cool. So we had a china cabinet. I was excited about that. But yeah, the carpet was literally worn down to nothing, and so that had to you know come out. Um, the the kitchen had this old you know it was all lead based, right? Uh, tile but it's not really tile it was oh i don't know formica i don't know what you call that anyhow um anyhow so the, the that was lead based and then on the walls were these plastic do you remember the 1950s colors that were like robin's egg blue and this pale yellow and it was like a pearlized swirl tile and they were glued on well one day my husband was at work and i just decided to rip them all off and then there was like a quarter of an inch of this awful orange glue underneath. <laughs> so actually the plastic tile looks better than the orange glue. And then my son would pick at this floor. My son was, you know, crawling around, nine-month-old baby, and he would chew on pieces of the floor he pulled up. It was not good. I'm like, oh, we need to get this kitchen so bad. We did not have the money it had those metal cabinets, the white metal cabinets. Those are kind of actually trendy now, probably kind of cute, but anyhow. So it had those. Um, and a, a friend came to visit, a very good friend, who was doing you know really well at the time and everything. And he said, this is horrible. Like, you can't let your baby crawl around in this house. And he, he was like, this this should be demolished. I mean, this this is awful. And we're like, we don't have the money, you know? Uh, you know, great that we were kind of proud of getting a house. We definitely didn't think through the fact that we don't have the money to fix it up, right? And when he left, I was just so kind of devastated because I thought, you know, God, we chose ministry over a secular job, and we were excited about our house. 
I know it's really rough, but I went and grabbed my Bible. And this is the verse that I opened to. And I, I know you're not supposed to do like just flip open your Bible and see. But I think I did that that day. And I think that was the verse God gave me. I just opened it up. And it was First John 2, 5, 2, 15. And it says, do not love the world or the things in this world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the father is not in him. For the love for all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh the lust of the eyes, and the boastful pride of life. The world is passing away and all of its lust, but the one who does the will of God abides forever. And I remember thinking, okay, God, if we can just serve you, God, if we can do your will, God, if you'll just help us. And it took us, you know, it took us five years to fix up that little house. We love that little house. It was great. And just to learn that, I can't love the world. What, you know, what is the world? It's not creation. It's not the mountains and the seas and the living creatures. Those are beautiful. That's creation. There's nothing wrong with loving creation, loving God's provision, loving what God wants us to enjoy. God says that he he richly gives us all these things to enjoy. So we don't have to go through life gloomy or severe or afraid of judgments. And we we don't have to be Eeyore, I guess is what I'm saying. Um, That's sometimes how Christians have interpreted not loving the world. No, uh, that's not it. But the things of the world, the lust of the flesh, it says in 1 John 2, the lust of the eyes, the boastful pride of life. You know, the the world, it's an order that man can't control (laughs) without God. You know, uh, it's, it's, it's the world. We are in the world, but we're not of the world. Well, let's think about Noah. In the days of the flood, you know, in the events of the flood, it says that the world was in those days when Noah perished. It was it was a society that perished because uh, of all the things that were happening at the time of Noah. It was really not good. (laughs) Uh, Satan was kind of ruling the world. Satan is ruling the world. We don't want to be of the we, we have to live here, but we don't want to be of this world. It says in 1 John 5, 19, we know that we are of God and the whole world lies in the power of the evil ones. So we know two things. We know that we are of God. And number two, we know that the whole world lies in the power of the evil one. The world lies in the power of the wicked one. He has his hand in it. He has his mastery in it. He, he has control in it. And he, he ultimately is controlling lots of things in the world. But if we don't know that we are of God, we might just start to love the world. We, we want to know that we are loved by God and we are of God. So in the world, we should be dead to the world. Ephesians 2.1 says, You were dead in your trespasses and sins, in which you formerly walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, Satan, of the spirit that is now working in the sons of disobedience. Among them we too all formally lived in the lust of our flesh. There it is again, indulging in the desires of the flesh and of the mind. And we were by nature children of wrath, even as the rest. So this is a picture of the world. It's a picture of us in the world, walking around to the course of this world and dictated by the power of the ruler of Satan, you know, a power of the air, the ruler Satan. And he, he's able to control 
those living in the world, walking in the world, and it says that um, as sons of disobedience. Interesting. Satan actually has authority over the disobedience. So if you are disobeying God, you come under you can come under his authority, under Satan's authority, because it's part of the world. So we have options. <laughs> we need options, don't we? To obey God or not to obey God. If we obey God, we're under God's authority. If we disobey God, we're we're not submitted to God, we're not yielded to God, then we're making decisions on our own and decisions in the world and decisions with the world's influence and without even wish without even knowing it or wishing it, we all of a sudden find ourselves under Satan's authority, under the power of the prince of the air, under the spirit it says in Ephesians that are at work in those who are disobedient. So all we have to do is to come under the control of Satan and disobey God. Wow. Wow. I know. Uh, you know, in <laughs> Satan, he can have authority over us, over us if we disobey God. And the world is full of all these lusts of the flesh, lusts of the eyes, lusts, all these ways in which we want to disobey God. And so we don't even realize it. And we have to trust the Lord. We have to turn to the Lord. We have to ask the Lord to help us. We have to confess to the Lord so that we don't fall for the world. You know, lust, it's a a natural desire. uh, And we, we all are tempted by it, aren't we? You know, I was tempted to say, I must have it now. I must have this or that. You know, the the lust of the flesh and the eyes and things that we want now. Maybe we want uh, some sort of sexual fulfillment now, some sort of financial fulfillment now. We're in such a hurry, hurry, hurry society. We want everything now. We want this stuff. You know, smoking, I, I need to smoke now. Well, it's a pleasure, but it's a dangerous pleasure. And the world has so many dangerous pleasures of the prides of life, you know, And we have to be careful. We have to be really careful. The serpent, he lied to Eve, didn't he, in the garden? He said to her, surely you won't die. For God knows that in the day that you eat from this apple or this fruit, your eye will be open and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. So that was the original temptation, the lust of pride, you know, the pride of life. There it was, you know, and Satan, oh, don't worry. Nothing's going to happen to you if that happens. <laughs> oh, let's break it down. What's it like in our life? You know, I remember one time I, I met this girl and, and she was showing me in her, the trunk of her car. She had several dresses and on the tag on the dresses, she had brought a red marker and marked out the price and put a different price on so that when her husband saw the dresses, he would think she spent less than she did on these dresses. And she was showing me this. And I remember thinking, oh, wow. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know if that's such a good idea. <laughs> and But we're tempted, aren't we? We're tempted for the world and, and for these things of the world. And we, we have to be careful. We have to guard our heart. We have to confess those things to the Lord. And we have to say, God, I, I don't want to be attracted by the world or the things in the world. And I need your help in this. We need his help. And I don't want to be uh, 
part. I want to live here. I want to enjoy creation. I want to enjoy the beautiful, healthy, wonderful things that you've provided. But I don't want it to come between me and you. That's what we don't want to have happen. It's a challenge. I know it's a challenge every day, isn't it? And we just have to live really tight with God. We have to live really on our knees, on our face, saying, God, I don't, I, I need you. I need your kingdom, not this world. This world's passing away. <laughs> this world, it's old and rusty, and there's a lot of evil walking around in this world. We don't want to participate in it. We can't. We can't afford to. It'll rip your heart from God. God has everything that you need. Let's pray for that right now. God, I thank you that you are all for us, that you have all the provision that we need. We, we give you the desire of this world. Lord, we say no. We don't want to be uh, beholden or lustful of this world. Lord, we want to crave you. We want to call out to you. We want to be close to you. We need your help. We need your uh, love in our heart. And we ask for that today in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, I'm Jennifer, and you are listening to Simply for Women. We always have a testimony on the second half of the show. I love the testimony time because these women are full of faith. They're following God, and they're going to just strengthen your your life, your encouragement to walk close to God and to stay near to Him. You're not alone. So many other Christians out there, let's, let's stay tight with the Lord together. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.